0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Tech Bite with Mark Strauss. All right. now, Mark Strauss. You have no
1: idea what you started around here, Mr. Strauss. Good morning, sir.
2: Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Bulldog, Big Al, and Coach.
1: No, Coach is is out. He was exposing himself. Uh, Big Sip is in the studio from Touch of Italy, and our our golf pro, Steve Menz, is here from
2: the... Well, good morning, everyone. Are are you a golfer, Mark? No, I am not.
1: Neither is Jerry, but he thinks he is. (laughs) Jerry plays one on television. Uh.
2: (laughs) I do, however, like going to the country clubs and watching the people dress up to play golf. Now, that is a sport for me just to watch.
1: Just going, dressing up the country club? Well, no,
2: uh, you just uh, go and have a and you Uh, look at the colorful combination of how a man... Or well, that you've seen do business or you've done business with him, and then he goes to the golf course and you say how he's dressed at the golf course. there is a transformation that occurs really if you, you know, and you can actually see how flamboyant or how imaginative and creative an individual is how they end up at the golf course
1: very very interesting to to say that now I've always believed um, if I play because that's how I got into golf because of business I'm not good, but I, I still did it. And the uh, the thing that I learned is if somebody cheats on a golf course, I'll never do business with them. Right, and that is the truth.
2: Well, great! I stay off the golf course; I have no issues then. Does Jerry yeah. take you to Westchester Country Club? Oh yes, it's I've restricted. actually um, I've actually spent quite a lot of time there because Jerry. Um, created a situation where we could actually stay at the hotel portion That's right. of the nice. country club. Yeah, we've, yeah, we, we, we we we've stayed, stay there. I, I
1: have a question, Mark. Uh, we we stayed there. Al yep. and uh, Sip and I stayed there. Did you also get kicked out and told you had to put on real clothes? Wear a belt. <laughs> I was just told to tuck my shirt and put a belt on. But no, we walked in there with jeans. I said, you can't have jeans anywhere on the property. Yeah. Well, now you can a little bit, but...
2: Yeah, I was keenly aware of the naughty list. Uh-huh. It was staring at me every time I checked in, yeah. and um, I decided I'd never be on the list.
1: Yeah. Nah, you were smart. You know, we we go because uh, Jerry pays. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Well, that, there are benefits, aren't there? Exactly, oh, absolutely.
1: So uh, the reason I said you started trouble is we were ta- I was talking about uh, the the show today, tech bite real graphene batteries, and then Steve uh, told us something
2: fascinating yeah, about batteries.
0: It yeah, works. I cool. watched I watch a video of how to do it. Yep. Explain it's what it is. Be a Steve. harder
2: surface than the wood surface. So Ex- explain uh, you what can it is. Tell how much life's left in a battery by drop like a, two- a double A, double a, 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 a or, or a triple A. By dropping it on its end, and if it sticks and doesn't bounce, it still has, still has the mass and the power, but if it bounces and falls over, it's basically close to being done. Well, I, I don't I, know anything about that, but that is super interesting, and it I does never, make sense because mass of the battery um is transformed um as you use
0: it but um wow i i watched, it's, so it's
2: either bouncy or it isn't well it's not bouncy length. as
0: much as how much you hold how high you hold it steve was holding it too high in the videos i watched he was holding just a little it was only like an inch off off the table and you drop it and it would wobble a little bit but it would stay stand up it means it's still good well, that length,
1: one wasn't going to work because
0: that was no good that's no good yeah so i did, did not know that yeah. either well, I'm now I'm going you, through all the. DMR. I'm telling it works. It did. I, I didn't believe you either. I went, went to, yeah. And I, first thing it popped up I'm how no to test reason, the double battery. No if you Google or I don't Google anymore. I only use DuckDuckGo um, Duck Duck, go. duck, duck go. Go. Is that really? Is that really saying me? I use Duck, duck
2: go, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, now so so you're better. So wait, you don't use Google? Nope. Mark? Nope. Absolutely not. Right, Mark said that a couple of weeks ago. Duck. duck. Actually, I think Could, you're
2: the reason why I switched over Duck Google is one of the head of the five families. Yep. Listen, like I said before, I do not believe, and and I like the analogy of the five families. I think power does corrupt, and I believe what Google and these other companies do not appreciate yet is that they're playing censor to the world, and they're playing um, they're playing this balancing game between the algorithms that they create to bring in advertising and how they addict people into the advertising algorithm and at the same time skirting the issue of are we playing with moral and ethics and issues of those, those qual- with those qualities and they always want to skirt that and say, no, 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 no. All we're doing is we're just trying to make you stay on our platform. It's benign. The problem is the algorithms have become so good at what they do they're also manipulating human beings, and they're actually succeeding in keeping us on their platforms, and they do so by making sure we get dopamine hits with content we want to see. So, unfortunately, human beings will always gravitate towards fringe issues, and we have discovered that by looking how the playlist engines always take you to fringe issues. So therefore, we must like fringe issues. And if you program that into the algorithm to always make sure you keep the people on your platform, then the only way to continue to do that is to create more and more titillating content to keep you there. Think about that. I think Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, there is a no-win situation that's going to occur because in order for these Empires to grow, they have to keep you on their platforms. Mark, well, do you, do that you that think really this was down. the
1: plan originally, right from the beginning? No. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't know how, how brilliant these people were. You know, like did absolutely they, not. Okay.
2: I believe they all had visions of each of their platforms growing, but mm-hmm. I don't believe they could envision what it meant to acquire Instagram, for example, and Facebook and all the other entities that Facebook has acquired, and Google in the same light, and in addition to that, Apple, and all of them, they have acquired so much capability, I don't believe any mortal human being can envision what they could have done with this capability then, as they do now.
0: Yeah.
2: Now, unfortunately, as we discovered in the solar hack of last week, there is, there seems to be a callousness that it's okay to have one authentication set of servers around the whole world that would take out two billion customers. and oh, well, we were down just for forty five minutes. Not a big deal. I find that very scary because ultimately, I don't believe it was well designed. And if I was a uh, if I was trying to be truly evil and malicious, then I would have created redundant servers to make sure no one could hack into me. Or I, myself, couldn't break myself all in one go. Um, but Google somehow succeeded in taking themselves out across the whole world. Mm. And it's supposed to be not a big deal. That's how well-programmed we are as the audience. Mm. Oh, well, it was just an outage. But, well, ah, how many outages extend to $2 billion anything?
1: Well, just that one that I know of. Yeah, well, so you know what? So basically what I got out of that is, dude, you need to start thinking more evil because we could do a lot of good damage. <laughs> Am I thinking the wrong way here? I'm looking for a Lex Luthor uh, type. Well, you're you're, you're well, my Lex Luthor, Mark. Yeah. Just get bad. Come on. Well, <laughs> I'll well, quote it,
2: quote You it. know, it's always very tempting, but <laughs> let me just assure everyone yeah. of this. Um, when I look at my day job and I look at the things I do, um, I'm actually really intent on making life better for everyone. I mean, that's what I go to my day job to do. So when we do these scary radio shows, and by the way, today's subject is not scary. The subject is actually really cool because it represents a real leap and advancement in technology that we all need. And we all will benefit from, and the landfills will benefit from also. So it's really cool. But okay. fast-forwarding, the future of what I would like to see. I would like to see that starting right away, everyone becomes more more engaged with their leaders of their cities, specifically their cities, their school districts, the places that that an individual person can actually have a true effect by actually getting involved. In local government, you can really change America by just going into local government and asserting certain um, perspectives. And right now, the one that I think I'm most interested in asserting is that we must make sure that technology, especially in the classroom and in other places, don't become just one company represents the whole education path, like Google takes over a whole school district. To me, that is not good for our kids. Um, We've got to make sure that we bring multiple perspectives into the classroom. Um, I believe all history needs to be taught. Um, You can't just suddenly have one side of censorship. So ultimately, it's up to the people to decide what kind of government do they want. And technology, unfortunately, is going to be the area where they really need to have a say. If not, everything you guys talk about in jest and in fun will happen which is not cool, and if Google and all these companies really join up, um, and they're already in lockstep, so I mean fully join up, and if the government doesn't stand up to them, at some point they will be more powerful than any single government. Some people would argue they already have achieved that status. And by the way, I'm not against Google or Apple. I'm warning these companies, you are about to lose control of what you set out to be, like Google, "Do you know Evil." Well, at some point when you decide one party is good and one party is bad in your search algorithms, because that is your preference, ways well, into preference censorship.
1: This is scary stuff. <laughs> Can we talk about graphene batteries, please? You're just freaking. And somebody yeah, made a good I, I, comment. They said, Think about all the Alexas right now listening to everything you're saying. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. They're all tuned in listening to you. All those Alexas going, You know, this guy's Strauss. So We've got to take him
2: out. Mm-hmm. Alexa, turn the volume up. I would prefer them not to take me out to start <laughs> dialogue so we could actually fix uh-huh. a few things. Sure. And why not have some debate? Gee, um, by the way, that's a lost art form. We kind of do it. You guys mm-hmm. do it actually on your on the morning show when you guys disagree over a topic. You all go in and you all throw your opinion in, and it's all lighthearted, right? At the end of the day, try to you still be. see each other the next day, and you don't hold a grudge. Um, that's the way it should be.
0: Oh, well, some of and us we're do.
2: not doing that any longer. Not like, nah, so yeah. we no, we
1: don't. We don't hold grudges usually when we. Bring up a subject. <laughs> we slashed the tires outside. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Only that one time. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right,
1: tell us about graphene batteries, because uh, otherwise we're going to miss this whole subject today. Well, they fit yeah, so my battery, Daddy. really cool.
2: Okay. So uh, then I'm going to just abridge it, because we're going off the rails there for a little bit. Have oh, you I never listened you. to
1: this show, Mark? This whole I show is I off do. the rails every day.
2: Absolutely. Okay. And that's why I'm always prepared. You know, I've got <laughs> an A, B, and C, right? Okay. Yeah, you do. Um. Yeah. So here we go. I want everyone, first of all, to envision this. Let's put it into an area that everyone, I think the whole audience has to deal with, charging the battery in your phone. Now, imagine today if you have a 5,000-amp-hour battery, it usually takes at least in the... Fastest chargers on planet Earth today, and that's around a 20-amp charger, usually around an hour and a half to two hours to charge your battery. And let's pretend you have a 10,000-amp-hour battery. Well, that used to take between five to seven hours. Now, imagine if I took the 5,000-amp-hour battery and was able to charge it in only 17 minutes with a 60-watt charger. That is what graphene batteries are going to bring to us just around the corner. You can now buy the first actual battery chargers, you know, the big little boxes that you can plug your phone into to charge up your phone. And right now, those charging parameters I just gave you are real.
1: Wait, now now what do you say we plug our phone into now?
2: What is it? Well, very shortly, phones will come with graphene batteries built into them. That's okay. the future. Right. And Let's now you can buy battery backups for your phone that can charge on graphene batteries. Got now, it. Using Get a graphene it. battery, they charge in 17 minutes, what used to take two and a half hours. That's
1: amazing. It really is.
2: It is absolutely okay. amazing. This is the best part also. These batteries will last twice as long as present batteries and give us twice as much voltage because graphene is actually a one atom layer of graphite and graphite when you bring it down to an atomic level of just one layer thick you actually create graphene and graphene got um got a lot of um, publicity in 2010 because the Nobel Prize was given to the scientist who invented it. But I'm not going to go into its invention. People can look that up. Graphene, fascinating and current science. So if anyone's into science, it's a really good place to go. What I want to talk about is what will graphene do to our society? Well, guys, this is where this thing gets like really cool. If Tesla's batteries were converted to graphene, A, they would be more environmentally friendly. They have found a way with eucalyptus to actually use eucalyptus to take graphite, and graphite's what's inside a pencil, and turn that into graphene in an environmentally friendly way so that when the graphene uh, biodegrades in the future, it will actually biodegrade and it will not have any of the uh, toxicity at the present silicone, and the present technologies we use today. So that, first of all, is really neat. The second issue is, since you can actually put more electricity into a graphene battery, because graphene is just such a killer um, property uh, of material with properties, the property of graphene allows us now to build things like solar panels, Um, uh, we can create shatterproof screens for our phones that will never shatter. We can create semiconductors um, out of it that will absolutely destroy silicon. So imagine right now that we've said we've come to the end of silicon in our Intel chips. Well, now with graphene, they can make chips that are much faster, that will run much cooler and are much more environmentally friendly. Mark. In addition to that, these the graphene is one hundred times stronger than steel.
0: Wow! Is is Gorilla Glass have get graphene in it? What's Gorilla Glass composed of?
2: No, Gorilla Glass is a form of a Corning type product um, that's to deal with with tampering of glass with other materials in it, but not with graphene. Okay. The problem with graphene from two thousand and ten to now, the manufacturing of graphene has been Um, very daunting. It used to be super expensive to create, and we've brought the cost of graphing down almost a thousandfold. But to go into mass production, it still has to come down more, and it will. And as it um, eases into production in the next 10 years, the transformation that's going to happen to us is that our electric cars will double in range. Doubling in range with electric cars brings in the electric era. Um, that's been the problem: is how do you create a car with a lightweight battery that it gives you enough range at a cheap price? Well, graphene batteries give us the range. Now we just have to drive the price of the graphene battery down, and hey, Mark, and hey. automatically you have you have our new cars.
1: Mark, what what about? I'm sure you are were aware of the Fisker battery that they made that uh, you would just take your car, drive over a pad, and it would charge instantly you remember first, yeah uh, I, but that's not gra- that's not that's not graphene so or is it no okay
2: My my question mark is where where are we getting the graphene because lithium has been you know the 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 ecological damages done by harvesting and mining for lithium has been well to noted where's the graphene coming from graphite um, mining is completely a different process and yes it's still invasive but it's nothing alike what we're doing with to basically extract silicon from rock, the amount of energy that is required to do that is very different than graphite. It literally comes, if this makes sense, you just pick it up off of the ground. So it's an abundant resource that we can just mine in a regular fashion without having to do anything beyond... Uh, find the material and then from the material create graphene
0: so that take place in all these cobalt mines then because i've seen pictures of these things and they look horrific
2: yeah i mean the cobalt mines are like i mean it's not just the mines are scary guys it's actually once you get the cobalt to separate it from the rocks you have to use chemicals and all kinds of things it's it's an incredible industry to, to create these chemicals, um, uh, what, what a, not chemicals, but materials.
1: What, who's the largest uh, uh, publicly traded graphene manufacturer? I'm asking for a friend.
2: <laughs> Actually, I don't know that. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, but since you're, you can easily look it up. Yeah. Um, yes, I did see some videos um, about people um, telling you who, which is the best stocks to buy because they yeah. feel graphene is going to be the miracle Product. Yeah. I want to make it clear. There's four or five other technologies that are also looking very promising. Um, one of them, for example, solid state batteries. However, graphene will be able to be uh, molded into different configurations. I believe graphene and solid state will take over. And solid state, of course, being solid means it will have less flexibility. That's why I believe graphene is here to stay. Okay. it's going to definitely be a contender for the future. So it is a good investment, in my humble opinion my opinion only and um as far as the rest of the stuff um yes i'm super excited now guys our telephones it means really all day batteries for everyone i mean and i just want everyone to think about that and then think about this you know your phone is is decharged okay so 17 minutes it's charged
0: that's great yeah, I found there's a company in New York that manufactures Graphene 3D Lab Inc. is the only one local with us. There's one in Massachusetts called Graphenia Inc. and the top one appears to be First Graphene out of Santa Ana, California. I already beat you to the punch, pal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't even worry
0: about a thing. I said it over to you. <laughs> it's already there. I love first graphene tech. It's my lock of the week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> A lot of stuff all over the world: Italy, uh, big graphene, uh, Australia, the UK. There's all over the place.
0: Australian graphene's <laughs> junk. Don't
1: buy it. Shut
0: <laughs> <up>. <laughs> you see what I have to deal with here, Mark? It's not American. It's
2: crap. You see know that? what? Though yeah. actually, Bulldog, it's 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 awesome. I mean, you've got their buddies. People razzing you—that is just like the coolest thing ever. Imagine if you didn't have all these people razzing you. Uh, yeah. no, it would be, be like boring. like working at <laughs> ANC. <laughs> 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 oh. Hey, where's my well, son? You, know, well, you <laughs> seriously know
0: that's not true. <laughs> 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 oh, you know, no, no, no. Decent, there was know. a girl working there. that When you did the, the show live from there, I kept trying to say I was from the Philadelphia Flyers Yeah. and called in because my scoreboard wasn't working. Yeah. And she did not play well at all with others. I'm Jerry, and I approve <laughs> this message. <There> <laughs> she traced my phone number. She's like, listen, I even know. Who. She knew my name. I was like, how the hell did you get my cell phone number? She's like, you called me. Yeah. And you're not with the Flyers. And so the scoreboard works perfectly, thank you. <laughs> God.
2: Wow, well, I'm very impressed. It, I had no idea that our I think the initiative her. to actually come back at you, you know. I don't uh, think she works wow. there anymore.
1: I, I, know, anymore. I, know one guy, I know one guy who doesn't work there anymore, that kid. Oh, you didn't like him? Oh, I didn't like him for the second I Oh, met the IT him. guy that wanted your password. What a
2: little... Pff. Did you know that guy? Yeah, uh, well, unfortunately, yes. And, uh, <laughs> it, it, how about this? he was a friend. It I was Jeff Stroh. Um, that um, that guy, wasn't. It,
1: it, it took me less than a second yeah. to decide that I didn't like him. Before we got in the elevator. We were in the car when he said, I said, I don't like him already. And then he asked me for my password. I'm like, All right, you're out of here, pal. Jerry pressed yeah. charges against that kid. He should have.
2: That kid was a bad kid. He was a bad kid. Yeah. We could have. We could <laughs> gotcha, go meet him. You know what's unfortunate uh. is... Do you remember how much security we've talked about on Tech bite yeah. to the audience? And then our IT director, our IT director, the guy you're supposed to trust, yeah. he's the guy who broke into our security, yeah. and he is my password.
1: That's like of like, right. The
2: devil's I'm within. Te-
1: I'm telling you, 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 yes. you, you should have had me being in charge of, of your security, that part of it, because, man, I'll tell you, it, 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 it was, took two seconds, and he was a bad guy. Yeah. You could just tell. You could just tell. What was his name? Yeah. Uh, 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 gosh, Zucker. Zucker like, well, something, with Z, something with a Z, right? Mark Zuckerberg? No. No. Zillman. I forgot what his name was. I know him, though. He was a bad dude. He was oh, yeah. married to an Asian girl.
0: Well, that didn't make him bad. What the hell does that no.
1: have to do? With no, but that's it, what I remember. Uh, he was, yeah, right? Uh, he married a rich Asian girl.
0: Yeah. Drink chocolate milk, too,
1: Bulldog. Yeah, crazy rich Asian. <laughs> <laughs> they made a movie about it. Oh, <laughs> speaking of which, hey, Mark, speaking of which, our, our yes. Facebook question of the day. Okay. Brought to you by uh, Touch of Italy. Uh, questions, what's the worst movie you've ever seen?
2: Oh, absolutely. Frederick Frelini's Casanova.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. Well, that's in there.
2: Huh? That has to be.
1: It has got to be. Okay. Uh, I, I don't so know. Owls, not seen, it's not all, it's yeah. not all the worst. It's not the worst. Yes.
0: I, I have the top 10 from fandango.com, legitimate source. Um, it did not oh, make the top right. 10.
2: Okay. It, Fellini? Go yeah. ahead.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I can run down for you, Mark. Okay, so, number 10, according to Fandango, the worst movies ever made. And I'll, oh, I hate when they go to the opposite order. Number 10 is The Ridiculous Six. That was a, a spoof on Magnificent Seven, I believe. Number nine, Jaws the Revenge. I can agree with that. Last, number eight, The Last Days of American Crime. That's a newer movie. Number seven, National Lampoon's Gold Diggers. You know, that was a movie. Uh, number six, Super Babies, Baby Genius 2. Pinocchio. Number four, Gotti, starring John Travolta. Number three, uh, A Thousand Words by Eddie Murphy. One missed call, number two, and the number one bad movie ever made, according to Fandango and Rotten Tomatoes, Ballistic, in 2002. I don't know any of you. Yeah. You're, you're look, looking at a different list. Go ahead, I, God, I, come on, what do you got? Something a little more current. Yeah, I don't know what you're looking I'm at. I'm on worst movies of all time, according to Rotten Do you know tomatoes. any of those, Mark? Gotti. He no. Gotti, I, he I he knew. Just goes
2: to show you. I have a taste.
1: Uh, okay. All right, here's okay. one. Uh, let me get this list. Okay. 90 degrees in the shade. The Fox, the Lady of Monza. Any of these familiar? Nope. No. Yes.
2: What? <laughs> what? <Well>, uh <uh-oh>. what? <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? Are these porn oh, movies? No, no they're there's, not. There's, that only goes to one person <laughs> in my family specifically.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, there's <laughs> one here called uh, Floods of Fear. Uh, do you know? Do any of these sound familiar? I don't know.
2: Yes, they do. Um, I wonder who that person is. Do you want to? Uh,
1: I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. These are just, uh, I don't know. Who is it? Do you know these people?
2: Yeah, that would be film that Ann Haywood was in. Who's your mother? Okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't
1: nice. <laughs> I was kidding. He yes. knew I was kidding. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no. What was the What was the biggest movie she was in? Uh, most famous. Um, no.
2: Well, that really depends. I mean, she was in, you know, if you're talking about England, remember, she was an international star. So she yep. did a lot of things that were huge in Europe, that were not big in America, but that was a big audience and different audience. So she did the original Upstairs, Downstairs, for the English audience, which became a whole television show. Okay. Um, she did the Fox, which was the sexual revolution, which was, I think, the biggest of all time, because that got Oscar-nominated, won the Golden Globes, won okay. Cannes Film Festival in different categories. Amazing. I mean, they won so many things with that. And it was very controversial. Then they did a lot of controversial films, as you know, Bulldog, yeah. that um, got them into a lot of heat. Yeah. Um, so my parents basically paid a big price for being, um, really ahead of their time. But at the same time, they, they had very successful movies. The Fox is still played oh, and yeah. a lot of, um, uh, you that know, was a, that, um, was a golden, that
1: was a golden globe winner, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. That was one. Yeah. Big. Big stuff right there. Hey, now, now uh, we, you know, uh, this is for another interview, but I want to talk to you. I, I can't wait to talk to you about uh, the world of Mark Strauss growing up when we do our big interview. That's going to be awesome. We're going to get into all this
0: stuff.
2: <laughs> this made that l- awesome. Oh, I you can't, know, I, what, ultimately, yeah. Yeah. Um, ultimately, you know, I've, I've got a lot to share on that front. But oh, yeah. more importantly, um, you know, when people, I've been asked what frames me, well, I had an incredibly cool upbringing where I got to see and be with people oh, yeah. that were much larger than life, that framed my perspective. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think it's, um, I'm just extremely fortunate. And then finally, just to, to trade up on everything we've been talking about, let's end this uh, 2020 with this from Tech Byte. To everyone, uh, you know, I was told the last few shows were very intense. Um, this one, I hope, was a little lighter. Um, this is what's important. Um, I never believe that it's too late. Um, and I never believe you can't create a new invention, even if you think everything's been done. Um, if you have a new take on anything, it basically has potential and a possibility. So I want everyone to realize I'm not giving up nor should anyone. We can reinvent our country. We can make these companies adhere to better standards. And we just need to be a little tough about it and decide what are our values and do something. And I believe if people start to really wake up and start to question the motives of each company that they do business with and start demanding a higher standard of ethics, ultimately we can change America. And, um, that's my hopeful message, and I believe it comes down to the individual. It does. And, and, for and, anyone and you know what I'm saying? What can
1: I do? Well, the, the problem, and I agree with you on that, Mark. And the problem is that people look at that bottom line number, and you know what? It's cheaper buying it there, and it's all they really care about. If they took the other stand and looked at the companies they're doing business with, yeah, we, we'd do great. But I hope, you know, I, I hope it comes around to that. I agree with you there. I, I realize we are out of time, actually. We've we, we got to move. But uh, real quick, Mark. I didn't know that. Did you know Lalo Schifrin? Yes, I did. Holy cow. Well, no, not, not wow.
2: personally, but my parents. Wow. I, I didn't realize didn't he wrote the. It, uh, right.
1: he, he did the file. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, he's awesome. That's some amazing stuff. Yeah. All right. That's for another time. Graphene, our topic today. Tech Bites with Mark Strauss. It'll be up there. There's a link to it. We'll have it on the, um, on the podcast for you guys if you want to check that out. And Mark, I wish you a happy new year happy and year, a healthy Mark. new year.
0: Absolutely. You all. Happy New Year, Happy New
1: Year. All right, man. Oh, oh, by the way.
2: I'm Jerry, and I approve this message.
1: He approves that. Happy New (laughs) Year to you.